HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. Welcome to Spill and Dish, a new podcast from the Specialty Food Association. Founded in 1952, SFA is the leading trade association and source of information about the $175 billion specialty food industry. We champion the food producers, retailers, and other buyers who make up the specialty food world. If you want to know more about membership, visit specialtyfood.com. In each episode, we want to share the stories behind the products made and sold by our members who are helping shape the future of food. You can listen and discover the inspiration, recipe, craft, culture, ingredients, and production methods that help answer the question, what makes specialty food special? I'm today's host, Megan Rooney, Program Development Manager at SFA. We're excited to bring you today's episode and so happy to be working with Heritage Radio Network, a nonprofit podcast network covering the world of food, drink, and agriculture, and expanding the way eaters think about food. Today's guest is Luke Schneider, CEO of Fire Department Coffee, a veteran-owned business dedicated to providing great-tasting coffee to people everywhere. Their coffee is freshly roasted in the United States by a dedicated team of firefighters, first responders, and coffee experts. David is the recipient of the 2023 SFA Leadership Award for Citizenship. Congrats and welcome to Spill and Dish, Luke. So Luke, can you tell us what Fire Department Coffee produces for those that can't tell from your company name? <laughs> yeah, so we we roast and package and ship coffee. So we have uh, freshly roasted coffee. We, we sell whole bean ground. We also have the single serve pods for people that use those. And we also have a unique uh, spirit infused coffee. It's a proprietary process. We created in 2016 where we infuse the spirits into the coffee and the alcohol roast off so it's non-alcoholic. Usually people say, oh, too bad, but we uh, we want people to enjoy their coffee and uh, not get fired at work. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, we do that and we also sell um, merchandise like shirts, hats, and different types of things. Cool. Can you tell me a little bit about your background and how the idea for this company came about? Yeah, so... 
Uh, my background was I was a Navy firefighter, shipboard firefighter in the Navy. I got out of the Navy, became a civilian firefighter. And as you could imagine, firefighters and people in the military drink a lot of coffee, working long hours and long mm -hmm. shifts, staying awake. So for me, I was uh, basically a caffeine addict, coffee addict because of the, the need for, for caffeine. But uh, during the time I was a firefighter, I met my wife and she was a barista. We started uh, brewing coffee together and then roasting it together. And we wanted to uh, share that with our friends and family. So we started off just doing tasting events and I wanted to do a coffee that spoke to being a firefighter and that gave back. And so did a fire department blend on, out of everything we did that took off and the people loved it. And so mm -hmm. in 2016 launched fire department coffee with a mission to make great coffee and support our fellow firefighters and first responders. Great. Well, first of all, thanks for your service. Thank you. Um, and how has what you did in your previous um, roles helped you run a business? I'd say the biggest thing with the experience in the military and fire service was working on a team. Mm -hmm. And I believe that anytime uh, you have a, a very highly motivated team um, with a mission, especially because in the military, uh, you have a mission and whatever that is, uh, you you go and you accomplish that mission as a team, same in the fire service. So I've taken that team mentality of working as a team and also just the mission aspect of everything has a mission or mission is to support our fellow firefighters and first responders and really have just brought that culture of teamwork into our company. And it's uh, it's been worked very well for us. We have a lot of firefighters and uh, military veterans that work for us, and uh, they all understand the uh, the teamwork aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And it also we have a lot of camaraderie with that too. Love it. That's beautiful. How many years have you been in the industry? Uh, so I've been roasting coffee for eight years, and mm -hmm. we launched Fire Department Coffee in 2016. So it's been just under seven years. Cool. And we love to ask our guests about where their love of food had come from and if their parents had exposed them to food. So had your parents exposed you to coffee early in life or was that something that you developed a love for later? Yeah, I hope my parents don't hear this. <laughs> uh, but uh, my my experience with coffee with, with my family was usually like at church or um, or even going to my dad's office, we used to take his sugar cubes and suck on those. But I would <laughs> say like, and then, you know, load it up with sugar and cream and stuff like that. But I didn't really, um, I didn't get the the food, food aspect, I guess. Uh, my dad travels to Italy a lot and we've tasted a lot of that type mm -hmm. of food. But uh, my wife really introduced me to like, good food and like we cook all the time she cooks all the time and we cook together and we we really love the craft and mm -hmm. and just we're big foodies so I really kind of picked that up from my wife because she wouldn't um she wouldn't eat some of the stuff I ate as a kid like we ate instant mashed potatoes as a kid as an example <laughs> like that will never go in my house now like we we just don't do it so. yeah so she's upgraded you in yes, that way. yes definitely <laughs> What were some obstacles that you faced in bringing your brand to market? I think, um, I don't think I know this, but I, I was going to say, I, I believe this is probably something that a lot of companies face, especially startups is capital. And, you know, you have this vision and you know, 
what you want to do, but a lot of times you don't actually realize how much it costs to do that. And then when you get to a certain stage in the business, usually you need more capital to do things. So we were very bootstrapped um, mm -hmm. in the very beginning. We we thought we were going to launch a, a, a coffee company um, with $20,000, and it we spent it very fast. Uh, then we racked up about $100,000 in debt with uh, credit cards and anything we can, you know, pull because everything we just need more cash. Mm -hmm. uh, it paid off for us, fortunately, but I'd say, like, fortunately, um, we were able to get through that and um, and survive. But cash flow is is very critical for any startup. Yeah. And that that's definitely been a challenge. Um, but we're profitable now and mm -hmm. uh, we've been able to pay back our our loans and debt, our personal ones that we had to invest. Mm -hmm. But it's it's paid off. It's been worth it. Great. That kind of relates to this next question, which is what are some things that you do differently if you could start over again, knowing what you know now? I think knowing what I know now, I might have raised a little bit of capital initially. Mm -hmm. I think that with the capital probably could have, um, I, I believe we've had a lot of fast growth, but I think that we could have grew even faster if we would have had some capital initially. Mm -hmm. Great. How has your brand evolved since you first started? Well, the, if we, there's been a lot more team members. So now we have mm -hmm. um, around 50 team members. When, when it first started, it was primarily just me. And um, because when I launched Fire Department Coffee, um, my wife decided at that point that she was going to take a step back from the roasting and stuff like that. And she said, sure, you want to you want to launch a, a brand around uh, firefighting? I said, yeah. She said, all right, have at it. So um, in the very beginning, you know, just time um, working on the fire service and then off shift, uh, packaging the coffee, roasting it and um and so it's there's been a lot of changes in that and the team. Mm -hmm. It's really cool to see like just how certain things develop. One of the things we've been um, very successful in is uh, building a community and online and on social media and building that presence. So uh, we have a lot of uh, followers on social media and, and able to do that engagement. And that has actually become a growth engine for our company where other uh, brands want to work with us in our content. And so it's really cool to see how things evolve in different growth engines inside the com company, how uh, it kind of like, once you build the engine, it kind of builds other engines that then you build the teams and then you can kind of step out of the team and let the team kind of run itself. And it's really cool to see that evolve. So just, just uh, the growth has been a drastic difference. Yeah, that has to be really satisfying. Where do you find inspiration for new flavors? We test and try um, new flavors regularly to try experimenting with different roasting profiles and uh, different spirits with our spirit-infused coffee. Mm -hmm. And then how do we elevate that experience for our customers even further? So we're constantly seeing new ways that we can innovate and bring new products uh, to the market. For example, we recently launched our uh, ready-to-drink line, which uh, has the first-ever non-alcoholic Irish coffee. So it's infused uh, with real whiskey, but it's non-alcoholic. And um, 
has the taste of of the alcohol, but uh, just doing anything we can to elevate that that experience for our customers. Cool, and that's pretty on trend right now with the whole spirit-free product popularity these days. Definitely. Cool. Uh, what do you want people to know about Fire Department Coffee that they might not already know? We're veteran-owned, Novoba certified. Uh, our team is run by firefighters, first responders, veterans, uh, some active military members, coffee experts, and people that really believe in the mission. And and uh, we just appreciate everybody's support and the customers and the people that have supported us. And so I just want everybody to know um, that we're very grateful for all the support we've had. And um, please keep an eye out for us at your local stores, wherever you shop. Uh, where we do have national distribution now. We also sell online. Uh, so please uh, just look for Fire Department Coffee. And we're also getting into uh, racing. And we'll be at a lot of uh, different racing activations this year. So if you're into racing, please look for us there as well. Very cool. Um, and we're almost out of time. But before you go, we'd like for you to participate in our final segment, Take 5, five questions for our guests. First, we'll pause for a break. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Roberta's was founded in Bushwick in 2008 and has become one of the most iconic restaurants in the country. HRN made its home inside of Roberta's in 2009, and together they have become part of the DIY fabric of the neighborhood. Roberta's, the pizza restaurant, is open for lunch and dinner seven days a week and serves much more than just the famous wood-fired pizzas. Their team dreams up new salads, pastas, and sandwiches on the regular. Roberta's Tiki Bar is alive and well in the back garden, serving up frozen drinks in the summer and hot toddies in the winter. Stop by the bakery and takeout spot next door for fresh breads, sticky buns, and pizzas to go. But Roberta's also extends beyond Bushwick, with multiple locations in New York City and now in Los Angeles. You can also find their frozen pies in grocery stores around the country. The spirit of Roberta's, like Heritage Radio Network, is everywhere. Here's to many more years of pizza-powered radio. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. And your outfit actually reminds me of a race car driver. Oh, so perfect. that's very perfect. Yeah, we were talking about getting these for the track and like getting this type of jacket. So that's yeah, just should. more confirmation should. we should do that. You Thank should you. Do it. All right. Welcome back. I'm Megan Rooney of SFA speaking with Luke Schneider of Fire Department Coffee. Let's jump into five questions for our final segment, Take 5. Number one, what is your favorite thing about the specialty food industry? Tasting the food. Yeah, it's fun. Two, what is one thing that SFA has made easier for you as a specialty food business owner? Access to being able to taste the different foods and try <laughs> different things. It's really been incredible to see all these great companies uh, come together and just seeing what's out there. Love it. Great. Three, if you weren't running a business, what would you be doing? I'd be firefighting. What's the one piece of advice you'd give a new food business? Piece of advice is uh, work hard, um, share your vision with your team, share, uh, 
uh, when you incorporate the team and bring people on that are very skilled in their areas, you'll see amazing things happen. So uh, build a team and, uh, and, and also reward that team and make, allow them to be able to build uh, bright futures for their families as well. And our final question, how do you define specialty food? Uh, I would define specialty food as uh, food that is really uh, sh uh, eleva an elevated food experience that really uh, emphasizes the craft behind the food and what goes into uh, the craft and the artisanal uh, crafts crafts. Um, Minship that uh, people do and just learning about the different types of foods and and bringing that to the consumer in an elevated experience. Mm -hmm. Luke, thanks again so much for speaking with me today. Before we go, please tell everyone where they can find you. They can find us on uh, online. Just search Fire Department Coffee and we will pop up and they can also look for us in their local uh, stores where they shop. Uh, currently, we're in all of the Albertsons divisions. Uh, we are uh, going to be in Kroger soon, as well as we're in Myers. And then um, just uh, also, if, if you want to find a store near you, we have a store locator on our website, as well as uh, ship everywhere in the United States and uh, most places world, worldwide. Beautiful. You can find out more about this show at specialtyfood.com and heritageradionetwork.org. And remember to follow wherever you get your podcasts. Come back often to get to know the people who are shaping the future of food. And if you're in the food industry yourself, consider becoming a member of SFA by visiting our membership section on specialtyfood.com. Special thanks to Fire Department Coffee and to Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. This is Spill and Dish, a specialty food association podcast. Great. Thank you so thanks much. So that was much, awesome. Luke. Thank you. That was great. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Spill and Dish is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.